Please be seated for our Bible reading. The reading is taken from Paul's first letter to the Church of Corinth and chapter 12. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. All these are are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. And if the foot were to say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear was to say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? And if the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. And if all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Shall we pray together? Lord, may my mouth speak wisdom and the meditation of my heart bring understanding that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher this morning to awaken our hearts, expand our minds and shape our identity in you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On the first Sunday of the month, last month, at our 10 o'clock service, we, we made this mosaic to, to help us to explore this whole idea of what it means to be part of a church. And this morning we're going to, at all three of our services, we're going to continue to explore this mosaic that was made to think a bit more about this series that we've been looking at 
ever since we've returned to three in building services about six weeks ago, of God's vision for his church. And today's message is entitled, Teamwork Makes God's Dream Work. Teamwork Makes God's Dream Work. See, let me tell you about a man called Tenzig Norgay. Now some of you are thinking, I know that name. Some of you are thinking, I know that name, but it's his dodgy pronunciation, so I'm not quite sure who he is. Some of you are thinking, I know this name, but I can't quite remember him. Some of you will have known his name and have forgotten it. Some of you may have never heard of him. Here's why many of you know who Tenzig Norgay is. Because he was part of the team that were the first to climb Mount Everest. What you may not know about him is this. For 18 years, and on six previously unsuccessful attempts, he'd been trying to be part of a team to climb Mount Everest. And it was only on the seventh time that he reached the summit and he achieved his dream. You know, do you know God has dreams? Do you know God has dreams? See, God has a dream for the church. He's only ever had one dream for the church. It began right the way from the moment Jesus departed this earth. That every church, whether we think of the global church or whether we think of every different local expression of the church, that every church would be the living representation of Jesus in its locality. In other words, it would be the hands of Jesus. It would be the feet of Jesus. It would be the mouthpiece of Jesus. It would speak the words of love that Jesus spoke. It would show the acts of love that that Jesus did. That has always ever been God's only dream for the church. And of course, in the Bible, the picture that is used more than any other to describe the church is the human body. That just as the human body is made up of many parts, it's one body. Just as we see with this mosaic, there's many parts, but one mosaic. So the same is true of the church. It's a repeated refrain through that reading that Graham read for us. There are many parts, but one body. And so this morning, what we're going to look at as we look at this reading from 1 Corinthians 12 is we're going to look at the three stages, if you like, for what it means to work as a team, as a church. Here's stage one. Coming together to belong is the beginning. You see, when we think about that trip to Mount Everest, Tenzing Norgay made that was successful with that team. You see, not only was he part of a of 10 highly skilled mountaineers, he was also responsible as well for the hundreds of porters that were going to be part of that expedition. They were going to carry the food up the mountain, they were going to carry the equipment up the mountain, and no matter how insignificant their role might have been, each of them had a part to play. It's a reminder in this mosaic that this mosaic didn't just happen. You know, the way that these pieces are shaped like they are, where they've been positioned, is because people came out from their pews and they positioned their piece, if you like. Some of them took a lot of time deciding where they wanted to put their, their piece. 
But it's a reminder that each of them were encouraged to come together to belong, to put their pieces as part of the mosaic. And so we hear in that Bible reading, we hear it not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, not six times, but seven times, we hear this sentence, kind of said in these words or something similar, there are many parts but one body. There are many parts but one body. You know, each of us is encouraged to be part of a church, to belong to the church. You know, belonging is a strange word, isn't it? Hard word to define. It's a very cuddly word. But we all know what it feels like in any context to not belong. And it hurts. And of course, for God's dream for his church to be seen, it requires us to come together to belong. That's the beginning. But to make progress... We've got to keep focused around a common belief. You see, for Tenzignor Gay and those who, who climbed Mount Everest, they had a common aim that they, one of them, part of the team, whoever it was, was going to reach the summit. And that was what drove them on when it had never, ever been achieved before. And when we, when we look at this mosaic, You know, we may look at it and I think, we may think, oh, which part would I be? You see, and if you you look at this mosaic, it's not too hard to see. There's, There's kind of like a piece that stands out amongst all the others. It's kind of this piece here. It's much bigger than than all the rest. Its texture is almost different. It reminds us of this, that in the church, Jesus... It's the star. It's his church. Remember those words the first time the church was mentioned in the Bible when Jesus uttered those words, I will build my church. It's his church as we hear in that Bible reading. He decides, he allocates, he chooses, he arranges. It reminds us that every church should be focused around that common belief that Jesus is the Messiah that he's the special one, that he's the superhero of every church because it's his church. And we work around that common belief that everything we do should be focused around that idea that Jesus is the Messiah. You know, for God's dream for his church to be seen, it requires us to come together to belong. It then requires us to keep focused around a common belief. But for God's dream for his church to be truly successful, it requires us to work together as a common behavior. You see, for Tenzing Norgay, what that meant on that expedition was this. As long as someone in the team, whoever it was, reached the summit, the team had been successful. Even if it wasn't him, no matter how long he'd been trying, And it nearly wasn't. Because the higher that they they got up the mountain, the more and more difficult it was to keep climbing. And of those 10 highly skilled mountaineers, six of them at this stage were just exhausted. They could go no further. And so the four that were remaining set off. They set off first. The first pair of two set off. 
And if they'd reached the summit, history would have been written differently. But they got higher up the mountain, but still they couldn't reach the summit. And so they were exhausted and they came back. And it was left to the final two, Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay, to reach the summit. Here's what that reminds me about in this mosaic. You know, when we, when we look at this mosaic and we see all these different shapes and all these different sizes, you know, just look at them. You know, there's some big ones, there's some little ones, there's some shiny ones, there's some more rough ones, there's different colored ones. But each one is part of the team. Each one of them is working together to make the one body. And you know, when we think about the church and we read in that Bible passage, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times, there are many parts and one body, but each part has a role to play. Each of us. And we read there that as we play our part, we play our part according to how God chooses because he's the star of the church he allocates he arranges but also that no matter we might feel that we can only play a small part but each of us does have a part to play you see if part of these shapes if one of these shapes fell out there'd be something missing from the mosaic just like when we think about our human bodies when there's part of our human body that that doesn't work, we know about it, don't we? And so it's around working together under a common aim that Jesus is the star. But to do that unselfishly because each one of us is part of the team. Because it's by working together everyone achieves more. So when we think about God's vision for his church and how teamwork makes his dream work, we remember it requires us to come together, first of all, to belong. It then requires us to keep focused around a common belief that Jesus is the star of the church. And then it requires us to work together to play our part. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.